Are we live? What's good, great people? I am Ezo Moon, and I have a special guest in the building today. Joining me for my first YouTube, Facebook, Twitch live stream on the He Said What Network is Carlos Walker. He is an author, motivational speaker, an artist, and he has an amazing story. I can't wait. Intro. just shows me that you know those those transitions will either you know hinder hinder you and cause for you to say you know i'm gonna delve within myself and if they are we can go back and now have the power to say no we're gonna do it different and there really isn't a lot of people galvanizing together to say hey we're definitely definitely gonna change some things around here and just watch right so but say something to me about my beef with this person or my beef with that i'm like what beef uh, you know they had some kind of one-sided beef you know mm -hmm. that I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I I literally can't think. But of I want to create an ecosystem. I want to create an academy to where I go back and teach those young men how to become entrepreneurs in trucking. Simply because, what if that brother would have came up to me and said, "Man, this is a nice chain. This is a nice Rolex watch. A nice car. What do you do for a living?" Already, you guys. Like I said, we are joined by none other. Then Carlos Walker, how you feeling, fam? Man, peace and blessings. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good as well myself, man. You know, first and foremost, it's an absolute honor to have you here on the platform. Uh, this is my first, you know, uh, time I'm doing this like this with uh, he said what network. So if there's any bumps and bruises along the way for you know, charge it to my head, not my heart, because I'm honored, like I said, to have you here with me. Love, people, love, love. <laughs> man, so talk to us, man. I know you're from Virginia. Talk to us about, you know, your experiences coming up that, you know, that really, uh, that shaped you. I know you started, you know, you know, your artistry at the age, you started drawing at the age of eight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I started at the age of eight, uh, till probably about 16, 14 to 16. And then kind of fell out of love with it. Started selling drugs, mm. uh, Halifax County, Virginia. Uh, Southern Virginia, just to let you know, uh, right. near Danville and Lynchburg. Most people don't know where Halifax at. So, uh, started drawing and here we are now, hey, after doing prison time and everything, escalated. Look, man, and you know, it's a, it's, it's, for me personally, right, um, uh, you know, I have, I'm I'm not a perfect person. I've seen a lot, you know, I've seen a lot of different people. I've hung around with a lot of different people, you know what I'm saying, that uh have done quite a few things in their lives. And, you know, I have some friends that are currently doing time right now, some that, you know, uh sadly passed for, you know, for some of the choices that they made. You know, um, so like I said, you know, for you to be sitting here breathing, continuing, you know, being able to help to um change your own life with your with your new uh set your new decision making skills you know it's a it's a it's a blessing i wonder for yourself though you know um you get you regained your freedom from the helps of kim kardashian van jones and others you know can you can you you know talk to us about that process right because you were facing a mandatory minimum sentence of 20 years but 20 to life 20 to life and you but you you did 14. i did 13 tapped 13. out uh i tapped out to a 20-year sentence 
Mm -hmm. uh, so in the federal system, they gave me 20 years and the state gave me three for eluding right. the police. And uh, they had charged me with, the state had charged me with four attempted capital murder charges. Uh, they ended up dropping it down when I went to court because I fought those charges and they dropped it down to four assaults on four police officers. Gave me six months apiece on each officer and a year for eluding. Mm-hmm. It was fraudulent. It was a bunch of a bunch of stuff. But what what God can uh, did the twenty year sentence the feds gave me the three got ran into, uh, ran concurrent and the twenty year sentence if it hadn't have been for God allowing Kim Kardashian Van Jones John Legend them to fight for prison reform in two thousand eighteen President Trump wouldn't have signed a bill that called the prison reform or the Fair Sentencing Act. And that's what I came home from. Man. You know, um, as I was doing some research, you know, I found that quantitative findings, they uh, demonstrated a significant association between incarceration history and poor mental health, including higher levels of psychological distress, increased severity of depression and PTSD symptoms, and, you know, delayed mental health uh, treatment. I wonder for you, how are you coping with your feelings uh, of being on the inside now versus you know when you first got your freedom back when you first came out i would say for me i always have looked at life as i was telling you earlier from a butterfly standpoint right even when i was going through it don't get me wrong the first uh i'm gonna say the first six months i, I cried like a baby mm. uh i lost over 50 before I went to prison, I had roughly about $50,000 right. in cash. I'd put most of it in drugs. So a lot of it, I had a bunch of drugs still left over. And I had some money that I ended up, that ended up going towards a lawyer. But I lost everything. A trailer that I owned, uh, fit, uh, technically over $80,000 worth of drugs and cash. Uh, I lost everything that I felt monetary things or things that I looked at was that meant something to me that I worked hard for in my life, in my eyes. But what ended up happening, God starts showing me that, look, you still got life. You still got your parents. Uh, because they ended up running in my parents' crib and everything. It was a bunch of mess. But what happened throughout that journey, I learned to praise and worship God and God restored a bunch of things. I prayed and asked God to do something for me, to give me, uh, we'll, we'll get into that, but to do something for me and what happened, I seen it happen. Mm-hmm. So from here, looking back and being able to see into it, I see nothing but a blessing or a cocoon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh yeah, prior to, prior to us getting on here with everybody else watching you guys. We were having an amazing conversation, man, um, about looking at life from an evolution standpoint, right? And how even in the caterpillar stage of life, you could, it, it's, there's still, we it's still a level of perfection that is mm-hmm. there because you are supposed to be in that moment, mm-hmm. right? You know, I, 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 I wonder for you, right? What is the next point of evolution for for Carlos? Like, what is what is what comes next after this interview ends, 
and uh, you know you get you you get back to to uh, to working. What do you, what do you what is the next thing for you? So right now I'm working on a rap debate. I took mm -hmm. rap music and debate and merged it together. So then, because I understand that rap is a language, right? And I understand when it's used right. Right now, all of your young rappers that's rapping about murder, kill, steal, I mean, uh, and all this, they're teaching a culture. Right. Uh, our women, they're teaching a culture of to act this way. But the thing about it, you can use that same language to transform higher thought. So I'm working on my rap debate so then I can actually get a bunch of, I would love to see something like uh, American Idol. But with our with our culture, but them using rap to show how how ingenious they are because they're geniuses. Two, uh, I got a guy. His name is John Silk. He's looking to try to find somebody like maybe uh, I'm trying to uh, what's my man's Spike Lee. Uh, what's my man's name that did uh, Wakanda Forever? Oh, uh, uh, oh, my man's that got arrested. Oh, bro. Ryan Coogan. There you go. Him uh, to take my book and make my book into uh, a Netflix series or a movie t um, or or a movie, so and then we can see what things look like to be on the other side if it was what if. Right. So right. it's a bunch of things that I got lined up that I'm I'm waiting to see God transform. Man, you know, uh, speaking of the book, man, you know, you 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 killed me with that one. You know that, right? You kill me with that one. I gotta because it's it's it's, it's, it's your. If you don't know, you won't know, you guys. So he does. Could we say race reversal? I think that that's really it, right? The I book don't is like the term because, but yeah, what what, what term would you reversal. ascribe to it, right? Because no, I got you though. No, race reversal would be right. No, you're right. right. Because mo uh, most people say, uh, what did what they call it? Uh, reverse racism. Reversal. Reverse. Uh, reverse and I don't racism. like that term. Yeah. 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 But race reversal sounds better. I got right. you. So I was gonna say you do race reversal within a lot of your uh, your art depictions, even to the point where you know you, you got it, it's been displayed in the in the World Trade in the World Trade Center, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, nah, those won't won't in the World Trade Center. They said it was too much, but I have had <laughs> I have had three pictures that was at, at the World Trade Center, but they was right. uh, you know who Tiny Hisa Coates is? You you from Howard, right? right? No, so, no, 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 no. I'm I'm, I'm from Texas. I was what's called. My fraternity was not at Howard. Yeah. Huh? You went to school at Howard? No, 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 no. I was uh no, my fraternity was founded at Howard. Okay. Okay, all right. So um Tiny Heasy Coates, I had him, uh Maya Angelo, and Tony Morrison. I had those three pictures that was uh each year they showcased those. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, I tell you, I've seen God literally open up Yahweh open up doors for me since I've been home. And being able to show my artwork there was one of them. Right. You know, uh talk, you know, let's get let's I do want to go into uh into the into the, the, the book a little bit more. You've over four thousand copies distri distributed. I was wondering, you know, um with your depictions, 
and, and especially, you know, because you 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 gave them the term uh, white Africans, right? That really, I don't know why, maybe because I'm something not, because I'm Nigerian, right? And mm -hmm. so something in me was like, why would he give them, why not Europeans, right? Mm -hmm. But it was, I, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of what it was in me that was like, hmm. Because I, I sat back and I pondered for a second. What were you hoping with your book? You know, what were you hoping would take place within our community versus, you know, other communities, you know, and not just the uh, the Caucasian community, but also the Asian, the uh, Latin, the, the Latin, the all other communities. What were you hoping would take place for, with, with them if, when they pick up your book? Empathy. Mm. You got to remember, no matter what we're at, whether it's in America, whether it's in Brazil, whether it's in even in Africa, right? when you truly understand the people and the oppression, no matter where we've been, then you understand that they don't see us from our, through our eyes. They see us through the eyes that have been painted. They are a more a visual people. If you actually main, mainly think about it, we are mainly auditory as a whole because most of our history has been passed down through such. But when you think about white people and the world, they use visual arts as everything. They go to museums more, musicals, just to see, not to hear, but to see. Not saying that, because, and you gotta remember how people learn, visual, kinesthetic, and through art and auditory. So when you utilize the, 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 the one that people show really, which was visual, and you think about what uh, you you say you're Nigerian, right? You've been in America pretty much probably all, your life, your whole life, right? First generation. Yep. Okay. When you think, and you say you uh, roughly about 32, 33. So, what is the only commercial that you truly know about Africa that you ever really seen in America? Man, the only one I know is uh, the Make a Wish Foundation, where they got the flies on the kids' eyes, and Bingo. Ten, ten cents a day will change somebody's life whole entire time. They got mansions and a nice skyline, or like I mean, beaches. I'm talking about it. It's beautiful. So there. I've been. Now, I've been th think about how they use perception right. to show everything. So for us, like I said, we listen to stuff a lot more music vibrates our bodies this reason why it does us like it does but for them seeing is everything and it even worked played a bad spot on us when you talk about talk to most of your african people what they know about african americans or people or black africans in america what they know is that guess what all we do is sell drugs all we do is this do that they'll show the opposite of what you normally see. Most of you African-Americans, to be honest, go to work. Absolutely. You don't see that. If you only show that we're drug dealers, rappers, uh, people who don't really utilize what's, what's here, then the world look at you like, man, y'all wasting y'all time. I have uh, I had a friend that was uh, actually working in, uh, in another third world country, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's a black woman, you know, and uh, all she saw on the media about 
mm-hmm. black Americans go to prison. Just that. Oh, all they do is twerk. All they do is smoke weed, get high, sell drugs, sell drugs. Dad's on in the house. There's a narrative that has been created and pushed throughout the world. That and it represents a few. A few, but it represents the whole. Right. They're trying to make it to where that is what the whole is, and it it's disparaging as well as you know really disappointing because Africa they made Africa look poor absolutely that one commercial that you've seen most of your African Americans in their mind the the reason why you have never seen Africa or African Americans hit um go to Africa like like that think about what they think in their mind at least the older ones is poor why would I want to associate myself with something like that They'll go to all your islands, Barbados, all these beautiful places now, don't get me wrong, but none of them is as beautiful as Africa. But Africa, you don't see those commercials about these places. Nope. You only see that those places, you only see Africa in its worst state because guess what? If we go there, we see what's there, you might leave here. You know, the funny part is I always try to, you know, because when I was teaching, I used to tell that to my students. Um, you know, I would show them a photo of uh, the skyline in Lagos, and I'll say, "What well, you guys think that is?" Like, oh, that's New York. Oh, that's uh, you know, L.A. L.A. No, that's Lagos, Nigeria. What? Yes. They don't I even do know not- nothing about not. Uh, what is it? Uh, Nollywood. Hold on. What is it? Uh, nope. They don't know nothing about Nollywood. They look, don't know anything about it. Man. They, Nollywood has the biggest outside of Hollywood. They make the most money off of movies. You got to understand this. You also got to understand even most of your doctors in in um, in America, that's where they come from. Right. They, you know, it's it's kind of, it's it's, to me, it seems intentional that Mm -hmm. a divide is being put right within us where over here we look poor and over Mm -hmm. there, you know, America, black Americans look the way that they look, you know, and I think that um, eventually as time goes by, because technology has evolved to the point where you have people wanting to go to uh, Ghana, wanting Ghana. to go to Nigeria so that they can be at these festivals that, that, that you know, people are throwing over there just because, you know, they're, and they're starting to see that, oh, no, it's, it's actually really nice here. And they no. are in fact welcoming because it We've seems been like tricked. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, man. Um, I find I I think that as time goes by, you know, that divide will in fact be bridged with more it's knowledge. Doing it now. With, yeah, we're doing we're doing it. Uh, I want to get I want to get into this really quickly. You know, we were you 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 have a quote uh, that I really loved. Is I just it's, I just need more people to see it more people to get involved in it because I feel like what this does is move things forward. If you never have an understanding or a conversation about anything, you cannot move anything forward. Mm-hmm. I wonder for you, besides the conversation that we, we just took place, you know, about bridging that gap within the diaspora, you know, what other conversations do you feel need to be had today? Hmm. 
One of them being, I think we need a law amongst each other. Mm. The Ten Commandments, just use them. And I, I don't know them all by, by hand, but do not kill. Right. Do not steal. Do not covet one's wife. Or when you think of these things and the reason why I'm going to say Moses was given the book to even be put there, it was for the people. Right. So I wouldn't do to you what I don't want done to me. And when even you look at your African-American community, you are seeing a bunch of stuff because it's never been organized. And we do not have a law amongst each other. But when you place a law amongst each other and you learn to live by it, it's, it takes form and become a nation inside of a nation, but also a nation that if we move to Africa, guess what happens? You live by those laws and we build this, this nation up with Africa and we take things all to a whole different standpoint amongst each other. But you get to live amongst each other without a bunch of bull crap. Yep. Things That's that right. I want to see happen. More, more of us going to Africa. And it's happening now. Like me, I do plan on, I want my citizenship in Ghana or Nigeria. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, this year I plan on taking a trip, me myself, because I actually do want to go and adventure what the motherland look like. I do want to know what, hey, I want, I want, I want to spread my wings in Haiti. Right. Because hate is special. I want to build with all of us. Now, mm -hmm. look, I ain't got no problems with white people. Don't get me wrong. The, the book, <laughs> it was for empathy-wise because I'm tired of seeing certain things. When we look at the news, you see white police killing us. Right. Let's have a conversation. DeSantis down in um, Florida, he trying to take uh, AP uh, African-American studies out studies. of high schools. Right. You going to tell you why? For some strange reason, he don't think our history was um, big enough. Not knowing, it's starting, it's starting for me to realize that this man either don't know that we have created everything that you can see from the uh, motor, GPS, uh, cell phones, um, all these things. Look, door stops, door knobs, uh, the um, traffic light. Right. It's starting to look like maybe he need to do a study. And just realize, what if you remove black people? What would they have? I don't, you know, I, 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 I feel you. But I think that what is lacking there is more so of the appreciation of the fact that someone else's history has so predominantly impacted mm. I like it, that. It's, it's true. You know, uh, it's true. There's no two ways about it. I think that that with that lack of appreciation, you can't have a deeper understanding of your own history. Mm. People people tend to just throw off the past because you know, oh, the past is the past. We say that all the time, right? Man, if you but, look at your life, your 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 past reflect where your future is. And you can, in fact, you can check, you can stem the tide, right? If you're mm -hmm. past, if you come from a bunch of negativity, right? Mm -hmm. Negative, 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 negative. 
and you reflect on the past and you see what has put you inside those negative situations, you can, in fact, stem the tide and change your future to where now, okay, here are positive things. And now, as for me, as someone who believes in uplifting the next generation, mm -hmm. I believe in taking that taking that lesson, right? When you get to that point of, oh, hey, I'm starting to see positivity. Oh, hey, now even more positive things are happening to me. Take that, take that lesson from the past and say, oh, okay, well, hey, let me pass this on to this next generation. Mm -hmm. That way they don't have to, you know, even though they, their past mimics mine, they're coming from negative, 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 negative. They can figure out ways to be like, oh, okay, let me change this about myself. Let me change this about my situation. Let me put myself in a certain place to where I start to see positivity and reap the benefits. And then you create a chain effect to where now they're doing that to others. And so now, and especially within our community who has, where we have trauma in the blood, right? Mm. I think, I believe that, you know, if we can get into that, into that space, then we will in fact take a step closer and to where, from where we are here now, we're get you know, we're, we're, we're making the necessary progress that we need so that the next generation doesn't have to fight as hard, you know, for, for the things in, for our community. You know? I also got uh, one more, the Jewish community. Mm. They said never again. Mm. When they don't care about emotions and me, I don't either. Not when it comes down to understanding what has happened to us and where we need to go. Yes, it looks horrible, but if you look at it, great things, yes, has came from it. Yes, it's like a rose. Roses have thorns. You reach down there, you grab it, your hand gonna, gonna bleed. Right. But if you must run, just take a look at it and look at how beautiful things the, the, the petals are, how beautiful the flower looks, you don't just get to look at just the roses on it. Yeah. You get to, I mean, the, just the um, thorns on it. You get mm. to look at how beautiful the plant is itself. And what happens? You do supposed to look and review history. Yes. But for further for furthering. Right. Not staying stand in there just at the at the at the uh at the thorniest stage, but to right. see how far we done grew, what we done done, the prosper the uh how prosperous we are, or how God to me has gifted us this entire community to make change all the way around the world. Brother, we are going to uh, we got hold on to this thought. We're gonna continue after this commercial break. I'm enjoying this. You guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Just gonna just stay tuned to after these messages. Commercial. Where you get your hip hop from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? This tribal trigger trench in the building. You already know nip, 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 nip. Naughty. Hey. Red man is in the building, of course. Jersey's finest, all about them bars, marijuana smoker. Hey, PSA announcement. I need everybody go support. That's right, support my fucking state, my city. Heritage Hip Hop, a New Jersey media source that celebrates New Jersey hip hop worldwide. Facts. Please subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop on social media. That is Heritage Hip Hop on social media. What up, y'all, man? It's your boy Do It All, Dupre Kelly, right here on Heritage Hip Hop, man. Look, man, let me tell you something. Make sure you support Heritage Hip Hop, because without these brothers bringing you hip hop, we're not gonna stay informed, man, the way that we need to stay informed, man. And they're not just giving you hip hop, man. They're giving you the heritage of hip hop, right here, man. 
Yo, Kareb, I see you. Heritage hip hop, man. Let's do it. It ain't nothing like heritage hip hop. All right, and we're back. If you want your commercial added, please make sure you tap in with He Said What Network. And uh, yeah, we will get your ad placed before here. All right, and you can send an email to this right here, info at he said what network.com. All right, my brother, we were, uh, man, this has been a, uh, an enlightening conversation really about bridging the gap, man, <laughs> and what needs, to, what needs to take place. One more, love. Love. <sighs> There's a, there's a scripture that says faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of all three is love. We've gotten faith. Mm -hmm. Faith to me came through a group of people who end up uh, who were slaves who believed that they were coming out of there. Right. They didn't. Maybe all of them didn't make it, but look at us. Number two, hope. Uh, Jesse Jackson's thing was keep hope alive. Right. Obama the audacity of hope and what you got mm -hmm. to see people who never believed that there would ever be a black president seen one. Every child that came after him only know, Hey, for the most part, there was a black president, but the last part is love until most of us, especially African-Americans, they came here and all they felt was hate. All right. we are seeing now in this world is hate from the music, to the movies, to somebody else's narrative based upon our lives. And all it's telling you is hate, hate, hate. Now you add, you start telling people, yo, hey, I love you, man. And I'm, I'm literally telling you, he's yo, I love you. Love you too, bro. What happened? And I believe it started taking shape when what, um, what was the first Wakanda movie? Was it? Uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. When you seen this, do you know what this mean? What does it mean? It mean love and sign language. Mm. So what happened when you started seeing this right here, that that struck off what's the next step to bridging the gap between man and black man and black woman, black right. woman and black man, or, or man and man, man and female, but continents. Once we start telling each other, I love you, then it takes shape. The kids, there's an African proverb that says, if you do not nurture the children that burn the bridge, that burn the village down to fill its warmth. Right now you're seeing the village getting burned down because they're not feeling love. So right. what has to happen is we have to start speaking it. Because more, the more you say it, and I've heard people say, you, you need to show it, at least start speaking because it says in the Bible, there's life and death in the power of the tongue. If right. I start speaking that I love you, I start reacting to it. But we all feel it. I, I believe, just to add something to that, right? I believe it, it also comes from the mindset as mm -hmm. well, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of us who come up within these households come from, a, uh, from parents who were in survival mode. Mm -hmm. And that survival mode, you know, taught us self self-preservation first mm -hmm. you know you gotta you gotta get it on your own you gotta get it you gotta get it and honestly these thoughts are coming from a wise woman who i speak to quite frequently you know um 
survival mode has gotten us to fall out of love with our community. Mm -hmm. And we are in fact in a place where, you know, we're fighting for, uh, we're fighting for what we believe to be ours. Mm -hmm. when, in, when in fact we should build that communal mindset and say, you know, like you said, love, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, I love you. Why is it so, why is it still so weird to tell your friends I love you? Why is it still like a hesitancy and a reaction like that? Because we are still believing that we're being duped by others when really, no, it's honestly a genuine thing. Like it's it's okay to to love your friend. It's okay, you know. Um, of course, need, you know. I don't need to just tell my friends no more. Mm. It's everybody. Right. Because what happens is this. Every The world only knows hate. We're mm. not, the only, the people that you know that you tell would be immediate family and a few of your friends. Right. If you start telling everybody that you love them and they start you know, saying it back, what happened, you'll start seeing people feed the homeless more. You'll start mm. seeing people help people out a lot more. You'll right. see the whole community sh shift and take change. Mm. But it has to happen. Me, I just learned to start doing it because guess what? One. What's in you gonna pour out of you. Mm. And what we have to start doing is sowing seeds of love. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, you know, I will uh, you know I had a list of questions that I sent to you, boy. We've been on a whole nother tangent. <laughs> I love doing this, man. I love doing this. And I really do appreciate you. Oh, um, I want to, I want to, I do want to, you know, gravitate just a little bit towards something that, you know, going from love into support. Uh, one of your earliest supporters was a high school arts teacher, Miss Ferguson. Mm -hmm. How did you know that she supported you back then? And yeah. how do you know when someone is supporting you now? Okay. As far as her, me, when I was growing up, I didn't even listen to this lady when it came to art. Uh, yeah. I used to do my own thing, and she still found it in her heart to want to help me as an artist. She took me to, it was only two of us out of the whole high school, and I don't know how many um, how many art students she had, but she took us to Richmond, Virginia, me and a, uh, and a female. And we went to, um, I forgot what it was, but we was going for the whole weekend. And she supported me. I, I acted a, a pure butthole that, that weekend too. Look, um, they took took us to this Japanese restaurant and you know how to cook the food and do everything. Yeah. Because I was so used to my mama's cooking, I told them people to take me to um, McDonald's. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even eat the food, I showed off. And she still believed in my artwork. Um, and I have apologized to this lady since uh since uh, I okay all right all right yeah look I really showed off but the thing about it when you how do you know somebody's supporting you they believe in your dream they tell you yo keep going they remember life and death is in the power of the tongue they add confirmation to what God has told you mm. they say I look I believe in you. Uh, they may even support it financially. Like, as far as me, especially me in this book, 
I've sold over 3,700 hand to hand, yeah. over 4,000 uh, copies all together. But I seen one first of my community of where I'm from, I seen them support me first. Okay. I mean, literally, they, they showed off. A lot of people bought my book. Then uh, around about 300 on um through on Amazon. That was in in three months. But then I slowed up and I hit hit the pavement in August of 2021. I hit the pavement because I lost my job. And two weeks before that, God told me to go and start selling them in DC in front of the African American Museum. And I've sold over 3,700 books and most of them in front of the African American Museum with a book bag on my back. Mm. And I've seen people support me, people who believed in my vision. And what I'm seeing now, the fruits of the label. Hey, my biggest supporter, I would say is God, man. Mm. I do not supposed to be here until later this year. And for me to be out four years earlier and three, oh, and in March 8th, it'll be four years I've been out. And for me to see how God has literally taken some things I spoke to myself and made them happen. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, hey, when you said blessed, I know I am. But I only, and I only get to meet great people. I promise you this, you, you're great. I started telling myself I was great while I was in prison. And the more I, I tell me you great. I'm great, man. Did you hear yourself? Yeah. The more you tell yourself, the more you say I'm great, you feed your spirit. But you also tap into your subconscious mind. I, I do believe this is where the spirit lies at. And what happens, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Mm. I started speaking into myself. Three things I spoke to myself. I'm leaving prison this year. The world is going to see my artwork and I am a millionaire. Mm. I done seen two of the three things happen. Look, the world is going to see the third. But what <laughs> I'm going to do with it, I'm going to make sure I help my community. I only want to set this community on fire and watch it and watch us flourish because I understand the greatness that's in us. We special. Yes. You got to know one. You got to know your greatness. You got to know everything that God created is perfect. When I tell you, look, when we was talking about them caterpillars, even <laughs> in this caterpillar stage, it's perfect. I was perfect when I was selling drugs. I may have been doing some things that was imperfect, right. but God created me as a perfect being my spirit, not the flesh. The flesh, the, the flesh ain't, ain't no good. <laughs> but the thing about it, your spirit is. And as you grow and mature, at a some point, God will treat you just like that caterpillar and tell you to go up that tree and change start happening. You metamorphose inside the cocoon that you build. And when, when people look, all they see is the butterfly. Mm. But the only thing I can tell people, this butterfly right here, didn't grow or didn't change its own self. I've been mm -hmm. molded the whole time, baby. God mm -hmm. has literally been forming me the whole time to be who I'm supposed to be. Yes, sir. Okay. Man, you are you you speaking a lot of words into into a lot of people's mindsets, and I'm I'm hoping that when people run this one back, you know, we gonna we gonna we gonna, we gonna have to clip a couple of these right here to put that just on. Drop a little seven seconds. Seven seconds is just a good motivation in your life, you know. Go ahead, put that, put that on the TikTok. Put that on on IG or on uh, Facebook. Let people feel that, you know. 
I feel you, man. Man, I I wanna uh man, bro, you you really you you are you are an amazing person, man. Like you the the fact that you took your life lessons and instead of letting it stop you and just keep you down, that you decided, look, you know what. I'm gonna get back into this thing that I know that I know how to draw. I'm gonna go ahead and move into that. I'm gonna speak life into people. I'm gonna speak life into myself. I'm gonna speak what my existence shall be. I'm gonna put it out into the universe. That's a it's it can happen, you know, and it does that's one thing that you're proving. It can actually happen. You just have to, you gotta say it, do the work that goes behind it, and keep pushing, you know. Um, and I love having examples like yourself on, on, on this platform, but for real, um, I want to get into some, 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 uh, some, someone of a, of an accolade, right? The internet has proclaimed that your greatest work of art is walk a mile in our shoes. What do you believe to be your greatest and why? I would say so as well. Walk a mile in our shoes ain't nothing but the role reversal. Hmm. It's us looking. I'm about to do another uh, series of it. Just let you know. Uh, nice. I just put in for a grant. But walk a mile in our shoes. What it does is, it shows. Have you ever thought about being a woman? Have I ever thought about? Honestly speaking, brother, no. I have. No, okay, I've thought about. The reason why I ask. Mm -hmm. When you do, and I've asked men and women this, and most women look at you like, no. Mm. And the reason why, you walk a mile in a person's shoes. If I do, I treat people better. I told you, out of the book, what if? That's the uh, Walk a Mile in Our Shoes series, is the mm. artwork. But what if is just the book. But it gives you a, it gives you empathy for people. I'm about to take and do uh, a series based off of inmates, but the people who are going to be locked up is judges, lawyers, and um, police. And the inmates are going to be the ones who are who are the 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 um, the, the jailers or the yes. judges or the police, because I want them to be able to see what they can't see. They don't know when they give this time out what people go through in there. Right. They just giving out time. Hmm. People do mature. People do come home and become their their greatest selves. I ain't saying everybody. Some people right. still do what they do. Right. But there's a bunch of men who come home and do great. One of the things I'm doing now because I did uh, see a comment. Uh, somebody asked, "Where do we go from here?" And I, earlier you asked me, "What else am I doing?" Um, I'm taking is me and three other men. We're about to tell our stories from the past to our prison uh, stint to where, where we are at now. And most of them are businessmen. You got one who was an elected official in D.C. And then the other one, mm -hmm. he uh, he does something. What does he do? He has a business. No, he does movies. He did five movies and me. I'm a movie. Uh, I didn't did uh, a book. Um, I'm an artist. I'm a motivational speaker but I'm a visionary. And the idea is to show what men or people do when they come home. They don't just go back to prison. Right. This, ain't, this, ain't, this ain't what everybody do. There are people who come back and inspire the world. Tupac said, I may not 
change the world, but I bet you I spark the mind that does. Look, we mind sparkers here, mm. and we're going to change the world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Speaking of changing the world, man, I want to get into the goal of the show, the reason why I do this, and that is philanthropy. Garnering support from the audience and putting it towards a charity or nonprofit that you care about. What charity or nonprofit would you like to spotlight today, give a shout out to, and why is the cause that it faces so important to you? I have a uh, this place that I work with. They're called mm -hmm. Community Love. And well, we, we just did a coat drive, but the owner, he he's given me a platform to sell my book in there. Uh, I do want to shout him out. His name Prince. It's my brother. Uh, I guess if it was an organization that I would like to uh, shout out, I'm building one now, and mm -hmm. it's called Iron Sharpens Iron. And it is the rap debate, but it's not just the rap debate. It's also uh, just the debate as well. And what I did with debate, I took, imagine me and you in a debate and I got pro, you got con. But the right. second round, I got con and you got pro. What happens, it gives us a 360 view of whatever we are debating about. Debate should never be about us arguing over anything. It should be us creating solutions. And what I believe we can do we as a community, if we debate for solution building, we can decide what president we should uh, vote on as a community. Not as one. But what this does, they're going to come to our churches next year and everywhere else, and they're going to ask the black people to vote. What we need to do is come together on one accord, figure out who to do it together with, and make sure we get the benefits of everything. And we move as one, we change the world. Because we all benefit. Yes, sir. But we move it, we, we move as a unit. You know, I want to say thank you again so much for joining me this evening. Uh you know, your from your words, your to your, your energy, to your effort. We definitely want to make sure that we highlight community love and iron sharpens iron. Once you begin it, uh, we have uh, I have a tradition on my show um, that where we like to close with words of wisdom for the next generation. So I wonder, what words of wisdom would you have for those who struggle with getting acclimated to being outside of prison? Look at a tree. Mm -hmm. When you look at trees, trees are, they go through four seasons. One are summer, spring, fall. One, they're always, their limbs are most of the time shooting up in praise. So first I'm gonna tell you, if you don't believe in God, find a higher power, I, me, I do. One, always give praise and thanks to God. That's number one. But when you look at these trees, you never see a tree say, man, I'm tired. All they know is grow. So from my words of wisdom, to any youth, to anybody coming out of prison, to anybody, grow. Mm. Live to your highest potential because God then already placed everything in you from a seed form to, to your uh, grown up stage. All you're supposed to do is grow share your testimonies with people because what this does it takes people to a whole different light where they'll get to see that there's a lot more to life than me just wanting for me 
we're here to spark and make change, but grow. Mm. And love. And love. Man, before you know, uh, before we end this, go ahead and let them know, let the world know how can they find you, how can they support you, you know, spotlight. <laughs> Walkers underscore gallery two is my IG. Uh, yeah, you you, you want to excuse my language? You want to call me five seven one three hundred three one three one. If you want to purchase the book, uh, you can DM me on IG and what I do, I will forward you a copy. I send you a copy and signed it, and you got a digital book. Uh, I have physical digital books. I am the only person that can give you one of these. It's called a physical digital book. And what you see on there is a QR code with my entire book, and I can sign it for you. So if y'all hit me up, I have no problems with making sure that you get your book. And my shipping, look, hey, I make sure I ship you. Follow my IG page. Uh, once again, Walkers underscore Gallery 2. And I appreciate y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Uh, and thank you, man. Uh, look, as I told you before, I appreciate you doing what you're doing. Keep doing it. And where you're going, look, as I told you earlier, eyes have not seen nor ears have heard, nor has it entered in the, into the hearts of man what God has for you. I appreciate that, bro. For real. Thank you so, so much. Um, for those of y'all who are looking for me, IG's at EZOMoon underscore. And um, yeah. Y'all have, uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure you guys follow at He Said What Network. And um, I'll see y'all on the next episode. My brother, outro. <laughs> <laughs>